Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Alex. Hello, I'm Feather, or Feather Rider. Also joining me on the Ashfelt <laughs> is Shannon. I'm, Bringing it back. Hi there, I'm Gray. Inescapable. Like Ashfelt. You know what? Leave me alone about Ashfelt. <laughs> Lastly, joining me is Joshua. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm Joshua. God, Wah. that is... Joshua. Oh, yeah, call me Woo. I really Joffle. don't. I still can't. <laughs> call me Woo. It's, it's fine. I, 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 can I just call you Woo? How we all learned yeah, that really, it's actually just Joshua. I've been really fond of the Joff. That's it's, uh, I Joff is good. Joff, Joff is good. Yeah, that's good. This week, guys... We're going to continue talking about Dalinar and his family unit. Whoa. There, we blab a lot about these things. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Dalinar's the best. No. <laughs> no! Again. But kind of is. So let's talk about the other fatherly relationship. Dalinar <laughs> and... <laughs> Adolin and Renarin. And so, all right, we're going to be here I, for the next two I hours. Feel like, so, all right. I feel like me and Alex are staring at each other, like wondering, like, who wants to go first? It, Renarin or Adolin? Yeah, you two get a room. This is our room. You all are trapped. The doors are locked. Oh, no. Welcome to the lecture. I can remove you from the call. We're, ta- we're talking about the two Cullen boys. That's what this is. Oh, no. That's what this is now. Oh, no. <laughs> Alex. The Adolin haters are going to come out. I mean, the eldest son, I feel like, should go first. Let's, yeah, let's start with Adolin. Let's let's go. Um, I really loved this relationship right from the start. Um, Way of Kings. Adolin and Dalinar? Adolin and Dalinar. It was was so good. Um, There are so many father son relationships in media where I just don't relate. Like, I think this is is overdone. Like, there's just too much of, like, the like the like the weird male themes about like it, it it's all about like masculinity and it is to in a sense here but like Dalinar and Adolin like really really make an effort to like love and trust each other. Adolin has a brief period of like not knowing what Dalinar's visions are all about, thinking his yeah. dad is like maybe a little off, but you know he he does, he does make a choice to be like, you know what? My dad might be insane, but you know, I still, I still trust him. His, he's, his instincts seem like on point to me. And there's like the one point at the end, which is like one of my funniest, like the funniest exchanges in maybe all of Way of Kings is when they've been betrayed by Sidious. Yes, they're fighting on. <laughs> yes, they're yes, fighting on. The, they're fighting on I that told one. Told you he was an eel. I told I know. you, Dad. I told. I know about. I know, Adolin. I it's told a, you. It's a great scene. <laughs> It's every single time I read that I just burst out laughing because it's such like that like this like the son telling the father I told you so and like the dad is just like oh my god yes you were right let's get back to it yeah but but it's not like there's like malice from no! Adolin to no, the R, but it's just like dude I oh, I told you so I, like I saw can we just say for it. the record yeah. I told you so we're gonna die. <laughs> gonna die in the next five minutes but let me say before we go i was that right. i definitely told you so <laughs> i i will say coming off of i will say coming off of um our talk about like flashback dalinar and the way that he's yeah. changed yeah one of the things that you know i really had to think about was i feel like dalinar in in the flashbacks was really not the greatest dad in a lot of ways because he distant. was really distant and kind of violent and was not towards his sons, but like in we, general. We what? kind of have four relationships here when we're yeah. talking about it. We're talking about Dalinar post-cultivation and Adolin. Yeah. Dalinar post-cultivation and Renarin. And then before that. And so maybe we should treat it that way uh, yeah. here, right? But uh, part of what yeah. helped me like bridge that transition yeah. was I was mm-hmm. like, he was such like a distant alcoholic dad who really yeah. didn't give them any kind of emotional support. And like Evie was there for her sons. Evie was the bridge. Uh, partially. But I thought that, you know, there was this this period of time between her death and 
when he went to go see Cultivation, where he was their only parent. And mm -hmm. the fact that they have such a close and loving relationship after the break, it it was difficult to come to terms with. But I feel like part of that was actually a Lethe society helped bridge it a little bit because I don't think Adolin and Renarin necessarily ever saw their dad as a bad person. Because I agree. I agree. Alethi culture was so much telling him, your dad is the Blackthorn. He's the yeah. epitome of Alethi masculinity. He's the greatest person to live in our country today. And That's like, true. they, I don't think they necessarily expected, you know, emotional warmth and, you know, closeness with their father when they were younger. Like they didn't necessarily realize that was something they could have had. And, and I so feel as they're like, coming into their adult years yeah. and yeah, he's starting to do that. I feel like his like, alcoholic phase was like, not, was not the boys looking at their, at Dalinar, like he was failing, but like as a man who needs support, because that's whatever, that's, that's yeah. what their other family members were telling them about. They're like, oh, well, it's because mom died. He just you loved know, her like, so much. He just loved her so much. Mm -hmm. You know, it was sort of like, to them, it wasn't, it wasn't a sign that Dalinar was, was a bad father. It was a sign that their dad was hurting, you know? So I feel like yeah. that's, that that to me was sort of like why I can say they got through those years. You know, like in Adolin talks, he 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 has this vibe in Way of Kings, like when he's thinking back on the relationship mm -hmm. and what it is now. He's like he really uh, the Shattered Plains was kind of his first real chance to fight along his dad as the Black. Yeah, mm -hmm. that yeah. was so exciting to him. Absolutely. And now, and now his dad is a different person. So, like every time Dalinar like gets a little fired up, Adolin just like jumps. He's like, "Yes, yes, this, go. is gonna, this is going to be great. This is going to be great." And he has no idea that that would actually be such a terrible thing, um, because his opinion of of Dalinar first introduced by his mother, then Alethi society. He, he, like he. He's uh he's always loved his dad. I I totally agree. There's there's nothing in Alethi culture or from his mom that would have given him the wrong idea. Yeah, yeah I, like being a warmonger is good. So it's like your dad's yeah. great. For the Alethi, it's great. The Alethi is <laughs> a warmonger. I feel like if we didn't change anything about their relationships, but like Dalinar was a dad in Earth modern society, and Adolin oh. Renard was their sons, they oh would God. have a totally different opinion of how good of a parent he was outside of this context of a lethe culture saying, no, he's great. He's doing perfect. And you should learn from him. This is what you're supposed to be. <laughs> um, I, I feel like outside of that cultural context, Dalinar's parenting would have been seen in a totally different light by his sons. You know, it's very interesting what you just said, Shannon, because uh, with Adolin just being really excited when Dalinar is fighting in Way of Kings that really makes that really makes a lot of sense that Adolin gets frustrated that Dalinar isn't more active in the fight. Yeah, he's you like know? he's idolized this idea of like who he's been told his dad is. I think but I like, like that more now. Yeah, yeah because just like thinking he, about that up until like what Adolin was 12 if I'm remembering some something like that when um well, like young child years, like Dalinar was out fighting, so he didn't get like his young childhood with Dalinar. And then as a teen, it was the alcoholic depression, you know. So it's sort of like, like we we as readers don't really understand like how recent their good relationship actually started. Like as <laughs> yeah. two as two adults, yeah. it started on the shattered plains after cultivation, after Way of Kings, and like you know him him getting that book. It's sort of like, and we don't, we don't even realize like how recent that is. Like we, cause that's, it's hidden by like their, their point of view. Mm -hmm. We don't, they don't talk about it. Dalinar doesn't quite remember or, and he doesn't exactly want to remember. He says things like, oh, I could have been a better father. I think if I'm remembering correctly. Um, and Adolin obviously isn't thinking about all the bad things his dad did because he idolizes him so much. So like it really masks mm -hmm. that this is like. Their good relationship as two fellow adults, like, started at the Shattered Plains, basically. Yeah, pretty much. <gasps> and Renard, too. I love it. I do, too. I, I think so it's great. interesting how it, it probably 
the kids being away from Dalinar's wars, Dalinar f- wars fighting uh, really helps uh, because Boy, almost yeah. seeing him less at that stage is almost a little better because they can just say, "Oh yeah, no." Your dad's great. You, you just hear the be stories. Over here, yeah, you know, he's to winning. hear the stories. And he's he's yeah, winning. He's winning. It's great. He great. He's, be- he's beating the veterans. Yeah, all of that. Adolin did spend a few years with his dad when they were out fighting the Vedans, I believe. Yeah, um, but that, uh, yeah. But again, it's it like it wasn't the rift, and it wasn't like the fellow princedoms. Right. I feel like it was almost like more distant for for Dalinar. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't bring Adolin out into the field. He he brings him to like behind the scenes like the general talk like the right, let's sure. let's look at the yeah. let's look at the battle map um and so that even like dalinar in that room is different from dalinar on the field mm-hmm. for sure definitely well and you can tell that adolin's able to like i mean the way he when they're fighting the parshindi on the shattered plains like he doesn't see anything morally wrong with that you know and obviously that just traced back to the fact that they killed gavilar as he sees yeah. it you know but yeah mm-hmm. it's still like he has this sense of like of war and being able to like look at the enemy as they are the enemy, you know? And I think that's the, you know, whether they're, you know, the singers or other humans or whatever. Um, that's, I think that's kind of instilled in him by a lefty society as well. So, yeah. And I had like, kind of, I have kind of like this idea of Adolin and Dalinar's relationship that started to change at the end of Oathbringer. And it took a while for it to sink in. So my thing is that, a lot of the tension throughout all three books so far is that Adolin is always being primed to take over for Dalinar. Like that's that's yes, a that's yeah. a plot that's a plot thread, and I think Way of Kings. I don't remember if it comes up in Words of Radiance. Yes, it does, and it comes up in Oathbringer. You know, so it's always there's always this element of Adolin is being asked to get ready to take over for his dad. And, and he doesn't want to. Yeah, whatever whatever his reaction to it, that's that's what's happening. And so my my thinking was sort of like that Adolin and Dalinar are t- kind of tied together as characters. Dalinar's obviously has more gravity. He's the more important um the more important character, but I always kind of saw it as like whatever Dalinar does, Adolin is a reaction. An echo or maybe it goes in the other direction, but he's kind of his character is tied to Dalinar's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and like, ki- like, but that kind of started to change because for w- one of the main things is that he, for a long time that we saw from his point of view, he, he barely thinks his dad can do wrong. Um, brief yeah. periods might maybe my dad is crazy. Oh no, he's fine. Um, but, <laughs> but like, and then. It's only when he, at the end of Oathbringer, I feel like he starts to ever, like, disagree with his dad about something. He's like, hey, dad, I don't want to do this. And that's kind of like the first time that we that we see him make make a statement, make a choice that actually isn't tied to Dalinar. Um, I, I, I definitely want to talk about that. But your talk with Adolin and Dalinar tied together comes right from how Brandon made Adolin a point of view character. Yeah. It was literally he originally put all those thoughts of am I insane? No, I'm not in Dalnar and Dalnar seemed wishy-washy, so he made Adolin do that instead. And so, yeah, they were tied together from the very beginning with the onset. That mm-hmm. was the creation. I mean, Adolin existed, but like that's why Adolin grew into his own because he needed to be a character. Yeah. But your your point with yeah, at the end of Oathbringer, yeah, they're starting to disagree. Yeah, I killed Sadius. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Uh, We're on the cusp I'm... of Adolin does, still doesn't know what his dad did, you know, and like that's hanging over it. And we and we know that now. I guess now. that's true. Like yeah, nothing's, that's true. nothing's come of it. And we don't know, are they going to, are their c- characters going to keep diverging or will they keep going together? It just seems like... It just seems like to a degree that no other like character that ate like of Adolin's spotlight, I feel like whatever happens to Dalinar is going to reflect in Adolin. Like, I feel like there was a point I was so convinced that Dalinar was going to die um, because <laughs> like, like kind of like because of Adolin, it's sort of like Adolin can't grow like he's he's not going to get more screen time unless something happens to dalinar yeah 
in my like that, mentor in my, job yeah. hazard the mentor like the mentor Shalon always has Yasna. to die yeah Shalon can't grow until yasna leaves yeah, yeah. exactly right. yeah. That and that's except in, in this case it's sort of like i don't I don't necessarily believe that Brandon is going to give Adolin more more screen time, as we as we say, or more more internal life, if that makes sense. Um, but I I always <laughs> thought like if 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 he does decide to do that to like grow Adolin into like um, as much focus as Dalinar, Kaladin, and Shallan have, that it would be because of Dalinar. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I would be really interested to see how Dalinar and Adolin's relationship evolves because I feel like there's so many different ways that can evolve post Oathbringer. I feel like um, back to the whole Roshar anthropology thing, I think Adolin and Shallan are going to be able to do more of that like evolved foreign marriage thing because they already started with Shallan has a shard blade and she should learn how to fight. And now Adolin's dad is learning to read and his brother knows how to read. And it's like, things are, now things we just are need to give Navani a shard blade and then we're good. <laughs> hey. down our train Navani. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we got to do. So, no, I really uh, like that. But no, you're, you're totally right there. And I, I think it, they, they can act- be kind of a next generation thing growing it from yeah. the start. It'll be interesting to see. Remember how I just said, oh yeah, just like Shalon needed Yasna to go away. Well, Yasna's back, and Dalinar is still there, too, so I'm really interested to see how both of those characters change when their kind of mentor figures are there in Erythru. I do like it, because it is a trope that I've always kind of been disappointed by. Um, is that the oh, with mentors dying? Is that the mentor has to die in order for the person to grow? But that's not reflective of like real actual life. It's no. it's it's a that's only a fictional truth. It's like very you know, and it's convenient storytelling. Very convenient. Like it it forces the character to be more proactive. But I always like thought that was like I never liked it because it's sort of like really there's no other motivation or reason like a character could grow to be more proactive and into their own like. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to see what happens if the mentor does live. I I think we're going to start to see s- some of that with Shalon. I think we already have in terms of yeah. Yeah. you know Yasna's back. Do we just resume the same mentor ward relationship? And yeah. immediately she's mm-hmm. like, I can't do this. I'm going to Kolinar. Bye. I got to get out of here. Yeah. Can't handle. Thank Yasna God because right that now. was really insufferable with little Shalon oh, and was. Yasna. Yeah. That was, God. Ugh, that was irritating. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> To be uh, so honest, yeah. One thing that uh, I think we really have to talk about with Dalinar and Adolin. Well, there's two things. Mm-hmm. One is Adolin's murder of Sadius. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And then, <laughs> on the other hand, what we were talking about before is the way is the the truth about Dalinar and Evie and how that all went down. Um, I okay. think that at the end of Oathbringer, both of those things are made clear to each other, right? I mean, Adolin yes. confesses. Um, and um, Dalinar has written Oathbringer. Um, so oh, I guess true. that's true. Oh. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I didn't think about that either. Yeah, so right, they know right. each other's dirty or laundry. Or they're going to know. I don't think I don't think Oathbringer was distributed. Or I think like only Navani will get it eventually, and it will be yeah. to him. I mean, yeah, sure. By the time we pick I'm up with him like, in Stormlight Four, I think he will have. Yeah, right, he will know. Totally I didn't even think about that. You're so right. I didn't think about it so, either. So I'm wondering I, what that means for their relationship now that they kind of see this other side of one another. Like, do they do they look past that? Is their history strong enough where it's kind of like, okay, whatever, I, like, let's move on? Or is that going to change something? Having them both know each other's dirty laundry probably is going to make their relationship stronger rather than have them grow, grow apart. That's what I hope. That's what I would think. That's well, that, that's what I would think. It's like, Eh, we've both done terrible things. Yeah, but it's Adolin's well, mom. Know. Well, one of the things well, is... But, but, like, the context, there's Dalinar learning about Adolin killing Sadius. Sure. And I feel like that will eventually get pretty easy for Dalinar to rationalize, like, well, you know, Sadius was terrible, and this caused some problems, but I'm not really gonna, like, fault you for that. Right. <laughs> you know, probably... I. I I don't know. Dalinar would probably not be comfortable with it, but it's like, 
I understand you, Adolin. Like, I can understand that perspective, even though I do not agree with that, right? What yep. did Sabario say? That's one problem solved. Something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, Sabario, Polona. Yeah, you know, everyone yes. in the universe, yeah, literally except everyone's for like, the Sadius cool. camp. Cool, great. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. Pretty gone. much. Super. Now, with Adolin learning about uh, Dalinar killing Evie, that's a lot m- more interesting of uh, of a relationship and how that how that will change things because down our learning about Sadius like that's small but that doesn't need a long process time I think Adolin learning about uh, his mom's death should get page so. time I have uh-huh. a thought that I feel like I feel like it's definitely going to be difficult for Adolin but I think Adolin is going to have an easier time coming to terms with it. One, because I can guess that the way that Dalinar is writing Oathbringer, you know, my glory and my shame is definitely, I ruined this aspect of my life. This was a horrible decision. It led to the death of my wife. You know, I didn't intend for it to. And I also think not, they as a society are now more aware of like what the thrill is as, you know, the influence of this unmade and Adolin, <laughs> That's true. And Adolin has felt the thrill. I assume, I mean, I don't know that he, yes. no, he has, yeah, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's warrior. it becomes a note that he doesn't feel it anymore at the end of yeah. words of radiance. So, and I think, you know, he's going to be upset about it, but there's going to be that part of him that, you know, he's, he's been in the, throes of the thrill and you know he won't necessarily sympathize but it's something that's more understandable i it's i feel like it's easier to understand when uh yeah he's just coming out as like that was awful yeah i i I think renarin is going to have a much much harder time with it than adolin yeah that's true so i don't i don't think renarin has necessarily ever been in battle to the point where he would feel the thrill so that's not uh, something he's going to be able to necessarily empathize with, I don't think. Do we do we think that Renarin might know already? He might. He that seems to kind of be his truth watchery thing me. is because that's knowing he sees things. I kind of would not. I like it would be. I would not be surprised if we find out that Renarin has known for a little while. Um, with his That's truth, truth knowing powers, how they, I think he'd have to they get can it from ask someone. Navani or someone. They they don't. They could always have asked. Well, the nobody truth. nobody knew it for a while. Um, aside from like Dalinar's sworn oh, elites, yeah, everyone else thought that Evie had been kidnapped and killed. Oh right, and yeah, I think no, maybe right, Renarin's right, right. you know truth sense power, if he does have one, which I kind of think he does. Might not have worked on Dalinar because Dalinar didn't know. He couldn't have like sussed out Dalinar's oh. secret because Dalinar right, didn't right. know it. But I think with Oathbringer, that's gonna change things. Fair and enough. Fair enough. That's gonna be very intense. So I think I think Renarin was probably most close to their mom. Well, I feel like both were like both were really really influenced by Evie. I mean, like, I, I can I can totally yeah. buy that Renarin was closer to Evie, but I feel like yeah. both of them were quite... Like, they were both raised by Evie. I, I, I think it might be that Adolin also had a connection to his dad in this idea of wanting to live up to being being the warrior and yeah. idolizing him. Yeah, I, feel yeah, like, yeah. I feel like Renarin probably had less of that, and mm-hmm. more Evie was sort of the, the only influence for him and you know he was he was the one who was burning her incense after she died and right was like holding on to his mom that's true i do feel like renarin has the same idolization of his dad it's just that adolin was good at the masculine stuff and renarin wasn't yeah, <laughs> yeah. like i feel right. like i feel like if he had been better at that kind of thing it actually they probably would have been a lot more similar yeah, um, definitely. That. Like, even even if Renarin didn't get to spend as much time with him, for you know, for example. Yeah, I feel like a lot of that comes down to like Dalinar is the masculine ideal of Alethi culture, um, 
Adolin is is good at that kind of stuff. Renarin. Well, that's that's why he wants to join Bridge Four, right? Because he is trying to live up to that. Ex, I guess what he sees is those expectations. Like I want to, I want my dad to be proud of me, and he kind of has to learn that that's not the way to do it. But yeah, well, he thinks that that's all that Dalinar values. I think, right. like, I think both Adolin and and Renarin, it all again from like I only see this happening at the Shattered Plains. Is that that's the first time they they understand maybe or like get to see that Dalinar doesn't only value that anymore. Yeah. Is that, that this might be like the first time they're seeing in their dad that he would be a lot more open to supporting them no matter what they choose. Maybe they never had that idea before. I I will also say that I feel like the decision to join Bridge Four is a lot of it is um not necessarily Renarin wanting to hear from his dad that he's, you know, valuable. I think a lot of it is very internalized of Renarin wants to personally feel that he's living up to his own ideals of being able to be masculine enough. Right. But I do some of that. I definitely agree with that. But I also think like also kind of like maybe unconsciously is that his dad is like representative. Yeah. You know, like when he, when he does get Dalinar's approval for doing like the scholarly thing, like when Dalinar Dalinar shows up, you know, it's sort of like, yeah, that's like Renarin has his own internal idea, but like, you know, when his dad gets to like show up and say like, yeah, this is great. He looks up, he smiles. He, he he, like, it's such a paradigm shift. Such a paradigm shift. Yeah. And it's sort of like, well, if my dad, the super masculine guy likes this or can approve of this, then, then it's fine. Yeah. That's the, that's the soul of their relation or Renarin's relationship with Dalinar. Yeah. Renarin wants to make Dalinar proud and doesn't know how yeah. because yeah. he's not good at the masculine. He, he holds himself to this, you know, high, high standard of I'm the high prince's son. I should be a son that a high prince can be proud of. And, you know, I think in Oathbringer, we're finally seeing Renarin sort of stepping out and moving a little more toward the things he's naturally gifted in. And yes. being encouraged that way by Bridge Four, and then also by his father, which really like shows so much of Evie was struggling so much, and Dalinar didn't help her at all, and now he's recognizing Renarin's struggles and stepping in to kind of mm, be yeah. that defense and be that buffer and tell him it's okay to explore these different sides of himself. I love that, and it's sort of like it kind of like opens the door. It's sort of in. By the time we get to where we are with Oathbringer, it almost feels like Dalinar has almost a warmer relationship with with Renarin. Maybe you know, just I'm sussing this out as I as I talk, which is not a great way to <laughs> not a great way to do things. Don't worry, I have um, I'm listening. <laughs> you're listening. Um, I think Dalinar and Adolin do have a really good relationship. But also, they have that constant pressure, like I said before, of Adolin always being primed by Dalinar to take over. Whereas Renarin does not have that pressure. It's sort of like Dalinar can almost be more free to just be his dad. I I feel like, as we're seeing in Way of Kings, and it's another one of those things that's really recontextualized by the later books as we find out more about the history and stuff. Yeah. But while... Dalinar is very loving toward Renarin in early Way of Kings. He's not supporting Renarin in the way that Renarin needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think one right, of yeah. yeah, one of the earliest things we get is Hoyd actually like really calls him out on this of, you know, basically you're you're overprotective of Renarin. He feels stifled. He needs to be helping in some way or, you know putting him back with the women and the children and treating him like this total invalid is not what he needs. Even though you're trying to be loving and say, Oh, you don't have to be a warrior. You don't have to be the, the, the martial son who, who knows how to do that. And it's like just telling him he doesn't need to be good at it. Doesn't help him. That's not what he's struggling with. He's attempting to be loving, but he needs practical tips. Yes. Yeah. Well, 
Talonar doesn't have a lot of uh, advice on uh, parenting these days uh, with uh, Cavalar, Rip, and Evie, Rip. Uh, so, like, it's a little rough. But uh, even Dalinar, once he has that conversation with Hoyd, like, later, Dalinar's like, okay, well, oh, we need to stop stifling Renarin. Let's give him a shard blade. Yeah. yeah. Great point. Which Renarin wants. Renarin wants to learn how to yeah. fight. Except it screams yeah. now. And, oh, yeah. No. But like, yeah, oh, just my son. It was exactly what Hoyd said. It's what Renard wanted. He wanted to step up, yep. and yet, for reasons that none of them could possibly predict, it didn't go yep. great. Well, Hoyd could, Hoyd could predict. Hoyd sure, Hoyd, Hoyd definitely knew. Knows. Well, sure. Is Hoyd gonna say? By the way, if you do X thing, if you give this a thing, Renard's gonna hear screaming in his head because he's a blossoming no, 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 night no, radiant. Okay. No. But like Boy's Hoyt definitely that. knows that Renard that he knows. Yeah. I just I I love that after having two books of watching Renarin really struggle with his place in life. And, you know, joining Bridge Four was kind of the first step in getting to a place where he's better about himself. But like really watching him come into his own and Oathbringer, culminating with that Yasna scene. Where yes. she's like, you're a radiant. You can do this. You were chosen by the Almighty to save mankind. All of this, like, or no, that's Adolin earlier on. I'm sorry, I misquoted. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Yasna wouldn't say anything about the Almighty. She's an atheist. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just this like triumphant, like, you can do this. You can stare down the Thunderclast. You can fight and like do all of this stuff. And it's just really. It's a great arc to see all of these people in Renarin's life learning how to support him in the way he needs and him getting the confidence to become a person that's really skilled and good at things that can really be an asset to them. I'm thrilled that Renarin is not just going to be a windrunner. He's going to be the leader, basically the leader of the Truth Watchers. How exciting is that to think about? Renarin like growing and coming to terms with that. That's really interesting. Well, first he does have to come to terms with it because what if the truth watchers that come after aren't corrupted? Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say well, we gotta, okay, yeah, there's we a lot of things, things he has to come to terms with. We gotta what if what if the next one comes along and the second truth watcher has a perfectly fine truth spread? Oh man. But I think he's definitely in a place where he is going to be better at standing up for himself in those situations yes in, in terms of, i think before a lot of times he would really just hide away if somebody said something bad about him he'd just internalize it as true and i think now we're seeing he's a little more ready to push back and question and you know i have he a had friend but I, i'm not a bad person i'm not corrupted he had that reaction like at the end of Oathbringer. Um, and it was amazing. He was like in the fight, people are like, looking at him, but it's not like bad staring. He's just like, yes, it's me, guys. Nobody, this is this is Renarin. Nobody's I'm, saying you can't do that. That's not for you, Renarin. But, like that whole little passage, like I was just crying. Uh, it was it was such a good passage. Passage. It was just I love seeing Renarin finally say that. I, like it's been so long. I've been you know. It's like we feel like we're just waiting for him to. To stand up on his own, and here he is. Yes, this is for you. How can anyone not be excited to see Renarin be totally badass in the back half? Like, it's Renarin so and Lyft, I'm... Re- as long as they're still alive, we're gonna have some real fun times. Like, Renarin, full radiant, just being awesome oh man oh, can i talk oh. about yeah it's good it's good yasna and renarin again for a second yeah is that like i'm trying to think like the battle at the end happens renarin gets in there after yasna decides not to kill him yes right. yeah. they go together for they go the to they go to they go together it. to the fight mm-hmm. and i have to i have to think that some of his confidence in that also came from yasna deciding that even though he's he has a corrupted sprint even though it's wrong he's like a wrong night radiant mm-hmm. that that he's still worth it yeah. you know because like so much of his internalized self-hatred self 
doubt. Yeah. What's the word? Doubt. Self doubt. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like also does come from the fact that like he he seems to be a wrong kind of night radiant. He has it's bad. He has a his his sprint is corrupted. How can he possibly be like the what he needs to be as a knight? And you know, and then and then there's Yasna saying it doesn't even matter. Someone knows the truth finally. Finally, someone knows the truth. And she's still like, yeah, we still got this. Don't worry. We're going to figure it out together. We're going to figure it out. Mm. You know, like, I I feel like that is like the emotional point at which Renard went into that. Maybe there is something wrong with me. Maybe, maybe, but maybe, you know what? No matter what, I'm fine. This is, this is me. And I have to, I have to think like that's, that was part of his newfound confidence. I'll say on top of that. You know, even going beyond just like worrying what people would do if they found out about Gliss. Exactly. Of his visions explicitly telling him when Yasna finds out, she will kill you. And like him becoming resigned to that of that's what's going to happen. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, and he, get, I think he gets to that point where he's like, it should happen. My sprint is corrupted. I'm useless anyway. She should just kill me oh. and it'll it'll oh. be better for everyone. Oh. I, I really think that's where he was. And he turns and he nods at her in that scene of like, okay, do it. I'm ready. I've seen it. This is how it has to be. And to have, you know, Yasna say, no, this is wrong. You're coming with me and we're going to be awesome is just so, so powerful. Oh, we're, we're now right. we're now free to actually get Renarin points of view, Alex. I know mm-hmm. the secret. The secret has been unveiled. The secret's out, the and, and now we can have Renarin points of view. I knew it. I called so many things. I knew you it did. from the you start. Did. So right, you were so vindicated. You called Including it post words of radiance. Reading, I had a fic about Renarin reading in like 2010. Like the first book was barely out, and I was like, Renarin secretly knows how to read. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Don't you question did. me. You did. He and Dalinar can hang out and read books together. Exactly. Now they can. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be perfectly Legit. honest, that would you be amazing father-son bonding, guys. No. That would be so that would good. be really sweet. I hope we can get a scene of that. I hope so. I want to see them that if assuming that like Renarin doesn't totally you know destruct the relationship between himself and Dalinar, I would love to see more of them being all, you know, loving and supportive. We just now get the ability for Renarin to really change. The secret's out. We can have points of view. We can get bigger arcs. But the biggest arc for Renarin is yet to come. That's true. There's so much more to come. In, I'm so Because proud if of you guys son. didn't know, Renarin is a back half main character. What would his flashbacks even be? That's just like crazy to think about, right? How long has he had Gliss? Oh, yeah, I mean, probably answers with Gliss, right? But like, just seeing Oathbringer with its beautiful ending, with its flashbacks, marrying to what the story means. Mm. I'm like going to perish. I will die on the spot. Okay, it doesn't even matter what that book is about. It will just have so much Renarin. But like, I'll, I'll be I sure be to, to, to every fifteen minutes to give you uh to message you to make sure you're okay. And then they'll have like that Fitbits that can text your friends if your heart stops. <laughs> <laughs> They're at a heart attack. Colony empty. So the other very probably one of the like best and most supportive relationships for Renarin, like the healthiest throughout all of the books. Adolin. Hands and I think it, vice versa. To They're be totally great for each other. Adolin doesn't have strong relationships or friendships outside of his yeah, family true. either does Renarin yeah. like yeah. I said yeah. like I said at the beginning like their family seems like kind of like an outsider view of like their own society mm-hmm. and something about Adolin and Renarin I get the sense that siblings aren't usually this close or not at, at least not in the way that Adolin and Renarin are Same way, yeah I always yeah. got that sense I can't point to a line in the text but just something about it can we just talk about how that one scene in part one where renarin and adolin just hang out is just like really great and renarin (laughs) heals uh adolin oh what a great short scene that that whole understanding too of adolin is never off put when renarin seems to think in a way that's not straightforward 
Adolin's just like, oh, he he had thoughts that were, you know, in between that. His his mind just moved too fast for his mouth to keep up where other people might be like, wow, he's so weird. That just came out of nowhere. And Adolin's so empathetic. So good at this. And I feel like one of the best things that Brandon does is establishing character traits really early, even from the very start of Way of Kings, beginning of part two, as soon as they're in, we get this whole scene of Adolin's like, other people think my brother's weird, but I think he's great. And I've never sensed anything weird about him. And yeah, we get like Sedeus insulting Dalinar and Adolin's ready to fight, pull the shard blade out. I'm going and Renarin's kind of there as he he holds him back. He puts the hand on his arm. He keeps him in check. And then Sadeus insults Renarin, and it's like, okay, but now it's really on. Nobody <laughs> nobody goes after my brother. Well, and that's like an interesting trait I think that they both share for different reasons. Um, Renarin has this truthiness, truthy powers. Helping him out. Stephen Colbert. Truthiness. <laughs> that's that's why that I was like, that's why that word yeah, yeah, yeah. in my mind. Um but <laughs> yeah. just that like both of them, unlike the other side of the family, do seem to be really good at understanding other people. You know, Adolin just seems like a Thanks, great, Evie. Thanks, Evie. Adolin just seems like a great <laughs> judge of character. He's, he's like you said, he, he's really empathetic. He um and when there's someone he's oh, close to men he works to understand them he he seems less good at that with women but uh, a little bit a little bit well understatement but yeah admittedly he also well, thought yakimov was a good person and yakimov's a jerk so maybe some bad taste in close. casual casual friends what was that what was your well? casual friend okay <laughs> well he adolin's very empathetic which can make him easy to manipulate in a way, mm. right? I I can see that. Like especially like because so many of the Alethi have the pretense of friendship. I like by the way I think of it. I don't like I don't even think like Alethi Alethi have real friendships like the way even we even think of it. Because no, at, I don't at, think so either. When you get to sorry, not all Alethi. When you get to like the prince level of yeah, the, yeah. Up, the upper court, it's just yeah, for it's Dan your family. Up. It's your princedom Fourth versus theirs. Well, and like yeah. in in that context, Yakimov probably would have been a good friend if the Colons had stayed in fashion, quote unquote, mm. as quote he put it. Well, like that's the thing. <laughs> like that. Like it's all politics. Mm. Um, he he. You you can clearly see he wants a real relationship. He wants real friendships. Yeah. And yet, like the the number of people who actually get there is like his family and the other two main viewpoint characters, Kaladin and Shalon. Yeah, pretty pretty much. <laughs> I mean, you, I think that is a thing about Alethi society, because I think if we saw... If Adolin was a girl... All right. Sure, all right, sure. Okay, let's, okay. let's go. But, let's... like, Alethi women have their different contests, right? And they're very catty, you know? Like, they're different competitions, and I don't think that would be any different. I, I don't think at that level that they have really deep friendships. They will backstab you if you they, they can advance their goals. That's just how it'll be, and they'll be cheered for doing it. I, you know, I feel like that might be why Adolin doesn't do very well with Alethi women, because many of them are that kind of, they're just trained to be kind of this manipulative, duplicitous, they're backstab not like, to get ahead. And, they're not like his mom. <laughs> yeah, they're not kind. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. You know, and, they're not kind, they... They they seem to get by in like a lethe society the way his his mom didn't. I'm sure Adolin must have seen something of that. Just like the way he must have been able to see his mom didn't quite fit in. I'm I'm sure, yeah. But I, and I think maybe that's why Shalon is really one of the first like women of his sort of rank that yes. he's been able to connect with because she's not a lethe. She's not really intertwined in their courts. And now as a Night Radiant, she's almost like fully exempt from politics w- she, in, in, in the way that other. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing that she, I mean, she wasn't even really raised like most of the other women that Adolin is probably hanging out with. She had a very yeah. different yeah, right. childhood. <laughs> and so yeah, she's a little bit. coming from a different place. Um, and I and I guess uh, she acts she acts very different in every way really so that's kind of interesting i guess play in how their relationship is different than whatever else he's used to yeah 
No, Very I true. really like that. I hadn't thought about that before, but I, I like that. I hadn't really either. She's she's even different than normal Veden women, really. Yeah. Like, I don't know if Adolin uh, date, courted a more typical Veden woman. I but doubt it. I don't think. I doubt I don't it think too, they, because she, I don't think he's they got too out. high rank Alethi. I don't think they right. got out to Kalinar or the Shattered Plains. So. I th- well, yeah, but I th- even still, they're Alethi. Yeah. Beauth and Leather Alethi. I, th- I think we do have to say that Shalon is very manipulative. Um, like that's something that's yes. that's not necessarily. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like pretend like oh well she you know they're all manipulative and she's you know totally not like that. That's <laughs> not true at all. Yeah. Um, no, but, I just feel yeah. like she's not like that to Adolin or his family. Like she's also Adolin. Also, I feel like this is his empathy. He always kind of has a good sense on what Shalon is actually about and. Y- oh, you know, like for those dislikes, Shannon. I know, oh, sorry, great, but Shalon, but Shalon, <laughs> but, Shal- but he's, but he's right. Shalon doesn't turn on the Colons. She, she does ally with them. She does treat them as like her own on her own side. She might be like, you know, I, I totally agree. She is a manipulative person, but she's also not aligned against the Colons in the way that the other. I feel like it's not so much of a worry that she would play politics. She, she yeah. has her own. She has her own use, her own reasons for being manipulative, but they aren't to undermine the Colons and embarrass him in front of the, mm-hmm. the kingdom. She's right. She's really not trying to like get ahead or use his status to inflate her own. Yeah, which I'm guessing a lot That's of true. his other romantic that partners probably were. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's Shalon's doing her own thing. Yeah, she's she's and- just. She's got her own stuff going on, but yeah, it's it's definitely not that same kind of. It's kind of all just a game, and I'm gonna use you to get ahead. Sort of transactional relationship that I feel like right, Adolin, no, like deep, real loving relationship. Maybe, yeah. He's used to love. He wants there to be love, and he had to keep himself at arm's length to uh, to avoid getting played. Yeah. Final thoughts, guys. Renard's the best and everyone should love him. Okay. Well, that's was... <laughs> I would say that was uh, surprising yet inevitable, but it was not surprising in any way. It was inevitable. <laughs> it wasn't definitely inevitable, but Always not is. surprising in any way. Yeah, I love this family unit a lot. Um, both, you know, Evie and Navani versions of it. Um, I think they are this family unit being on the both at the top of Alethi's society and are in like a prime position to change it. These these people are are different from other Alethi. I'm putting that on on Evie. Evie, sorry. Oh my god. Um, Evie's a great but different name. It's a, it is a different name. Sorry, that was that just that just came out without me even thinking about it. But I love the name Evie. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I just really think that it's so sad that they're that their family relationship is so different because I think like they have a lot of things going really right now mm-hmm. is that they, they, they love each other. They really trust each other and support each other. I think it's going to be really tested. Um, when, when, uh, yeah, we're yeah, really, really tested when, um, Oathbringer gets published and maybe we see after a year, the fallout, but going into it, I'm really hopeful. I think, I think they're great. They're, they're tested with, it's a good thing they're close because the end of the world is right here. So yeah. good yeah. thing. Yep. It's really interesting, I think, to see the contrast between Dalinar's side of the family and Gavilar's side of the family. Yeah. And, oh uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if I've ever really quite maybe sat through and thought through all those different relationships and what that looks like. But there's so much contrast there. And um, I, don't, I mean, I guess so much of it goes back to Evie. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure where all those differences come from, but um, it's 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 exciting to see that contrast, and I'm excited to see where it goes next because there's a lot of a lot of potential for I don't know, just to see it keep evolving in really exciting ways. I feel like the difference is Gavilar is more analytical, and even Navani's quite analytical, right? But Dalinar is, you know emotion like uh, even in his early stuff emotion strength power Mm -hmm. it's not like an analytical sort of set it's like this raw emotional thing and evie's emotional just a different way in like an empathetic way right you know and 
seeing that Dalinar had to learn to analyze these things, that that's how he needed to grow in many ways, right? And so that feels quite different. You know, like that, like, no, I really like that about like, um, Evie is like really emotional and um, empathetic and she raised two emotional, empathetic kids. I totally forgot about this, but Dalinar is always looking at Adolin and thinking this son, like this son of mine, he's, he's a better man than I am. Which is yeah, right. Which is part of which is part of why for you he's wrong. Well, (laughs) unfortunately, because of the murder that did happen, um, I still don't think he. I don't think he's wrong, but I don't think he's wrong either. Yeah, but Dalinar looks at him and he prizes that in his sons. You know, he he doesn't think. You know, like the way we were talking about how he was like embarrassed by Evie and thinking that she was doing it, that she was doing it all wrong. He doesn't. He doesn't feel that way about his sons and the different way that they approach Alethi mm-hmm. culture at all. He thinks it's great. He loves them. That's very true. Well, it's also he's also I, a different person now, right? Because I mean, he was very embarrassed right. by uh-huh. Renarin, right? Um, so <laughs> once upon a time, once upon a time, yep. but now he isn't. That's a great point, though. Yeah, every time we talk about how great they are, think it's you know know it know that it's after cultivation we're talking about yeah post cultivation (laughs) definitely thanks for that pruning just a disclaimer every time we've said how great they are that's what we mean (laughs) great that is a i think that is a wonderful and delightful place for us to wrap but we have one more thing that we need to do guys caves oh what Cave. Oh, colon. Oh, excuse me. Oh, right. The not, other colon. Not, right. Lie. Sorry. I have not been up on whatever this is, but I keep seeing people talk about Explain. it. And I look it up. He's the most important colon in the world, oh. Alex. Apparently, that's what everybody's oh, saying. Well, he was. Rest in peace. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll just read you this Coppermind article. Uh, <laughs> not really, but uh, basically, he's just some lesser lord in Kolinar, and uh, and died when he tried to seek an audience with Queen Aesodon. Didn't go super great. Rip the Presumably, their corpses were in that pit that Shallan was tossed in. Mean the relatives. And Adolin said, yeah, uh, I'm not gonna mourn for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. So, now we have Great. So great. We got that colon out of the way. The most important. Uh, Kappa. But you know what time it is? It's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? Da 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 da. That's not our jingle. No, it's, a, uh, it's another game show. It's another I edit game the jingle show. in post. <laughs> Who's that Cosmere Character? So you guys know the drill. Send your. Who's that Cosmere character clues to who's that Cosmere character at gmail.com with five clues. Our contestants will get a guess after each clue. So let's begin. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Hit me. Who's the, who wants to be a millionaire? Lights go down. <laughs> Cheering crowd. Yeah. You guys can't yeah. see it, but we have a whole studio set. Don't worry. It's beautiful. Don't worry. They're dead. The audience. I, I could probably edit in some cheering. The studio audience post. is dead silent right now, but they're here. They're, yes, they are. They are very Paying dead silent. To be quiet. All right. Quietly observe. <laughs> Clue number one. This character is about five feet. Oh, my God. Who? Okay. Who, sorry. Who did this one? Uh, Sometimes that helps. About five feet. This one. <laughs> Was it Arjun? It's from... <laughs> Striker Easy. Okay. Hi, Striker. <laughs> Hello. Five feet. She talks about her height at one point. She's from Roshar. She can't be that short. Lift. No. What was your guess, Alex? Salon. No. I don't. I'm. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna go not Rosharan, except I can't think of anyone who's not from Stormlight. Um, Amen. I know it's hard. There's my so many Stormlight I'm characters. So, like, I'm so about Stormlight Archive these days. Do I remember a single thing about anyone else? Um, isn't Wayne supposed to be like ridiculously short? Uh, I absolutely Wayne. don't remember, and it is not Wayne. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm like Blue two. This this character is childish. So Lyft would have been a good guess, except dang. Yeah, Wayne would nice. also be a good guess. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, childish, five foot tall. 
TN. <laughs> Does it mean just childish well, mean literally a child? That's the question. <laughs> it is not TN, but that is a very amusing guess. Five feet tall. Childish. Brandon does not write that many childish characters, I'm realizing. Um, I'm I'm lost in thought. I've been staring at my wall for like same. 10 seconds. I think I'm going to pass. All right. Dumb Taravangian. <laughs> Dumb Taravangian. <laughs> <laughs> With his legs chopped off, so he's shorter. Um, I don't know how tall Taravangian is. <laughs> I have no idea. He's yeah. old. He's not like Brandon's over. like, Come on. and then Taravangian walked over. He was a solid 5'10". <laughs> it's not in his front. You know right. what? But I think everyone in Roshar is supposed to be taller. So yeah. that's why the short yeah. character, because like oh, they're low gravity. So I've just been ruling out. Well, this clue will thoroughly confuse you. Okay. It's not dumb Taravangian then? <laughs> it's not, no, it's not dumb Taravangian. I didn't think I needed to respond with that, but no, it is not dumb Taravangian. <laughs> yeah. Clue three. This character interacts with aluminum. Aluminum? Okay, Mistborn. Well, no, that's not, not necessarily, necessarily true. Not necessarily uh, true. Not anymore. <sighs> um, interacts? <laughs> In- <laughs> what a- you know, I'm just not going to adjust what uh, Striker, Striker you did, are so- wrote this question. You're I'm going to say Jushu. Did they interact? No, it is not Jushu. Jalan had an aluminum necklace that she gave for his gambling debts. Uh huh. <laughs> so that's a no. It is not Jushu. No. You know what? I honestly do not remember that much about Mistborn. So mm, that's unfortunate. I know. <laughs> it's really cutting me if off. If only you easier. edited more Coppermind articles. Spook. You know, even if I did, it would it would be Stormlight articles. Well, <laughs> so. you could edit other things. Well, now it's it's Just only so now. Just so you guys know, if you're playing along at home, if you want to be better at who's that Cosmere character than people on this show, edit more Coppermine <laughs> articles. Easy. I'm going to guess Spook. I don't really like it, but... No, it's not Spook. Are you guys ready for Clue 4? Yeah, I'm passing. <laughs> this character is from Nalthus. Nalthus? Are you kidding me? No, I am not kidding you. This character is from Nalthus. Um, I hate Jewel. everything about this question. Truth call. Jewel. <laughs> truth call. That's really funny. It's Jewel? not truth call, by the way. Oh, dang. Ju- that is was, that your that guess? Was, that Jewel was is my guess. Shannon's guess. Shannon's oh, guess. It is not Jewel. Okay. I am not aware of Jewel interacting with aluminum. I'm thinking about their team, that the evil... The evil team. The evil team. Like... <laughs> yes, See, that's what they are. My, my thought process is I don't remember any significant aluminum in Warbreaker. Yeah, but mm. I also don't think that's we have significant Nalthian world hoppers who've interacted with aluminum in our children. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think about like who was involved <laughs> like, in like making the sword. The sword. Siri. No. I'm thinking about who is in, who is making the swords way back a zillion years ago. But a I, zillion I was, years ago. Yeah. How about? Oh. Yes, Joff. I know my next guess. Um. <laughs> Clue five. This character was created. Nightblood. Nightblood. Yeah, it's Nightblood. Oh. Joshua gets That's it. That's really good. He's about five feet long. Hey. Oh, not not. Smart. Note the clue was this character is about five feet. Not tall. Uh, <laughs> that was a good so one. If you said, let that up. Tricky. And does interact with aluminum. I had the right idea about like involved in the sword making. Yeah, that's yep. true. Yep. That, that true. was that was good. That is true. Yep. I'm sitting here thinking, who's a five foot tall childish character that interacts with Nightblood? <laughs> <laughs> the answer, Nightblood. <laughs> Nightblood? A character. All right, this next one is from Colin. Clue number one is this character is a human. Thanks. <laughs> That's super. I hear that clue, and I think of that one time that somebody submitted human the coloss as. <laughs> is that your guess? No, it's not. I'll, t- I'll guess it. Is it no, human? No, it's not human the coloss. <laughs> 
I will break my Roshar mold and go Sean Alariel. <laughs> <laughs> Just to pick a random minor character. Why not? Oh, this one's actually even more funny just for you, Alex. Raiden. What? <laughs> Shen- who's Shen- I love Ariel? being super vague to uh, you in Ellen's uh, fiancé that Vin kills in the first yeah. book. I sorry, sorry what was that. your guess, Joshua? Raiden. It is not Raiden. All right. Clue two. This character is religious. <laughs> Say that. No. He's not religious anymore. Is it Kelsier? <laughs> Would you care? You said it was funny for me. I was. Oh, oh! That don't take be, that. I, don't that take my. Listen. Don't take that too seriously. Taking everything I can get. Irony. Don't don't take that too seriously. You'll be very disappointed about my vague clue in that case. Dig it, uh, Kelsier. You, Alex. The most ironic. Uh, Shalon. No. Okay. Clue three. This character's significant other passed away. Okay, hold up. Human, religious, significant other passed away. That's what we got, Correct. right? Run clue three. That's what we got. Is Correct. it wax? It is not wax. That's a good guess. Kelsier. <laughs> Navani. Navani? Yeah. Is that your guess? Yeah. No, it is not Navani. I'm going to do Lindavar. No. Those are all wonderful guesses. But clue four, this character is a spy. I got it. Then say it. Yes, no, Alex? No, wait, I don't. Frick. Okay. <laughs> I was going to go <laughs> Capsule, but he's, it, Shalon didn't pass away. He passed away. Never mind. I don't, I don't guess Capsule. <laughs> Listen. The significant I'm other messy. passed away with myself. I'm my own significant other. A spy? Man, I thought I had it there for a sec. A spy who's religious. Good thing you thought about it and didn't waste your guess. Did. Is it Bluefingers? No. Hmm. Did there a significant other pass away? I forget. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. remember enough. I don't remember enough about. I just kind of assume lots of Pon Call died. I just don't remember bet. enough about Warbreaker either. A spy. What spy? was the second clue? I'm yeah. losing track of this these. character. Is religious. Hmm. Um. I don't think he really fits the bill, but I'm. I guess I'm gonna say felt. No, a world hopper. Mm. Mm. I don't think we know anything about felt being. He was a significant spy. other. I know. We, we uh, have no nothing. No, about have a <gasps> comment. Yes, Shannon. I have to save yeah. my oh, guess okay. for next time, but I'm gonna shout okay, it. Okay, that's okay. All right, Joshua. Uh, was gonna pass, but now. No, just keep going. Just pass. It's all good. <laughs> I never want to pass. It feels like I'm wasting a turn. I'm so like... Sometimes oh. it's hard. Sometimes it's real hard. Spy that lost a significant other. Can I and guess... And is human. As before you say the next clue, but we're in the next round. I'll, al- I'll allow it this time. Okay. If, if, if Joshua is passing. Are you going to pass? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'll pass. Okay. You okay. Get a bonus I, guess. Okay. Shannon. No, this is this is my preemptive guess. I don't get any uh, anymore. Okay. Is it Diloff? It is Diloff. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Clue five is this character is also dead. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually th- have thrown me off, to be honest. Oh, and Alex, why is this amusing? Because it's sellish. <laughs> I didn't want you to think that was too serious of a clue, but it is in retrospect. It is funny, just for I'm you. Like I've read Elantris twice. I didn't love it either time, and I don't oh, remember an understatement. anything from it. So it's like, do I, I really want to go back like, a third time? He lost like one thing that's actually kind of memorable in that book. It was like Rathen's the kidding. dead wife yeah. that, like, all of a sudden, yeah, that's it, what yeah. started everything for him. Yeah, yep, exactly. That's so that significant other passing away, very important. So that, she, that's well, really has, quite he a has to specific her clue. To put her out of her misery, he sets her on fire. It's really awful. His, her heck? screams, her <laughs> screams haunt him. That's another forever. great Alex face that it's no why, one will ever see. It's why he's like so unstable and like so yeah. like, freaking like unbalanced is because yeah. like he's like haunted by like he had to kill his wife and it was really awful. Yeah. I don't remember anything of Elytris, apparently. <laughs> Is your knowledge of Elytris? Zombies in a city and some girl with Zombies hair. in a city and Wraithen's cool. Is that the <laughs> extent of your Elantris knowledge, that Alex? Is. This is another wife killed by fire? Is that what we're discovering? <laughs> <laughs> oh! another dead wife killed by the husband. 
right? Well, well technically, it other. was that the Elantrian really screwed up the healing. This isn't, this was a mercy killing. Um, it was a mercy killing. And it was really- Said oh. evil Dalinar. No. Yeah, that's what Sadius said. <laughs> mercy killing. Woof. Yeah, no, but but it was it wasn't. It was the Elantrian's fault. <laughs> but I guess it, add that to another. Well, that's uh, what dead Dilof wife. thought. Dilof was like, "It's the Elantrian's fault, so I'm going to kill." Well, I mean, of- it's easy to screw up complicated aeons. Okay, that's not you know. All yeah. right, maybe I'll read Elantris one of these days again. The, the new one, the new version. Splintercast re 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 reads Elantris. It's a lot. The, the extended is a lot better. I didn't get lost in the at the very ending the prose like I did the is first better time. In the the anniversary, edition. like the first time without like the not anniversary, I got I got lost. Like there were points in like the ending where I was just sort of like, "How did oh, really? we get here again?" And it was like I was just sort of like, "Okay, I guess we're here now." And it was just like all oh, brain fog. And I'm like, "What mm. happened?" I don't well, know. Well, good thing it wasn't the original ending where it's like, "And now I have a secret identity too." Like there were like two extra ones in the original that were called down. <laughs> No, seriously. There was like, I believe, and I believe I'm you. this secret spy that you forgot about and don't care about. Wow, crazy, Brandon. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I forget. I think there was like one or two, but Brandon really <laughs> liked doing secret identities and stuff in that book. It's all about those plot twists. <laughs> yeah, it's just you can twist it a little too much. That was like, ah, Rayden yes. has one, Dilaf has one. Yeah. Rio, yeah, Riordan has Riordan is a couple. Do you, do you guys remember the, the the old version of the Elantris ending where it turned out that Crathen was actually a doula? <laughs> do you not? Do you not remember that part of the deleted scene where Crathen's like, and I have a secret identity? Too. No, I don't. I really <laughs> is, don't. Is doula a people group? Or are we talking about like the midwife sort yeah. of? <laughs> oh my God, Alex, you need doula? to read Elantris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the doula. I gave were... birth to Raiden. <laughs> are those the, the Colo? In my secret people? identity, I'm actually female. Colo? I gave yeah. birth to Raiden I, I, I think and married so. okay. King Iodon. Okay. okay. Um, real quick, do you guys want to hear a joke about Raiden? Yeah. Oh, all yes. of this is going on That's record. So we're padding to make this two episodes, okay? <laughs> so yeah, on record, let's do this. She already did. <laughs> oh, sorry. Say it again for me. Sorry, I she said yes. She said, "Do you want to hear a joke?" And we said, "Yes." That's the spirit. Wow. Oh, dang it, Alex! I think that didn't. I stole didn't that from I Tumblr. T- I didn't come up. No, with it. I'm gonna pretend you saw it from me because there was a time a bit ago where I was like, "Do you want to hear a ghost story?" I think we did this. I forget if we did this on the podcast, and someone was like, "No, I don't want to hear a ghost story." I'm like, "Just say yes." <laughs> and and then someone said yes, and I'm like, that's the spirit. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this was me. I don't think I was around for this one. No, I don't think it was you, but I'm going to pretend right. you stole from me anyway. And I, okay. that I definitely didn't get my version of the joke from the internet. Let's <laughs> just pretend that that's true, okay? We all are plagiarists. Speaking of things on the internet, guys. 17char.com get all your news discussion memes theories discussion funds i think i listed discussion twice whatever doesn't matter lots uh, of discussion <laughs> so much discussion discussion squared d squared man man and of course fun and games on 17char.com and discord you can follow us on facebook twitter soundcut youtube did i miss one i don't know Follow us on iTunes. Leave us a review on iTunes. Bleh. Words are hard. We are calling it on this one, and we will see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Caw.